Hey, we're going to be digging into Red Umbrellas and Frozen Rivers, so stay tuned. It is Redeeming the Time Brothers podcast, a podcast by Gene Kissinger and Norman Kissinger, two brothers who have spent their lives in ministry and raising large families. About a thousand miles away from each other, he lives in uh, Farmington, Missouri, and I live in uh, Jerome, Idaho, the massive metropolis of Jerome, Idaho. Anywho... Uh, we, we want to provide a digital place for those who long to belong. And we want to bring discipleship tools to bear on the body of Christ to help those who do not know Jesus to come to know him and to help those who already know Jesus to develop into dynamic disciples of Jesus. We are, we are currently producing uh, tools, digital tools, in, uh, across multiple platforms uh, to accomplish that purpose. And I'll be telling you some more later on about how you can partner with us in that if you'd like to help us accomplish those purposes. Tonight's nightlight, though, is out of Matthew chapter 21 and verse 22. Matthew 21 and verse 22. It says, In all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer believing, ye shall receive. Let me read it one more time. And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer believing, ye shall receive. Jesus has just cursed the fig tree. This is uh, just uh, literally a week before the crucifixion. He's come into Jerusalem and he's uh, he was looking for some fruit on a fig tree and there was no fruit there. And he cursed the fig tree and it died. It died in a 24-hour span of time. And he would, uh, the, the disciples were stunned by the power that he demonstrated. And he said in verse 21, uh, the power that was accessible to them. He said, And Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, If ye have faith and doubt not, ye shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also if ye shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and, uh, thou, and be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. And then he said, if we pray believing, uh, then we'll receive those things that we, that we pray about. Uh, there's a passage in the Bible that says, make no provision for the flesh. And it means don't make any room for sin in your life. And I've done okay at that. I, I've done pretty good at trying to crowd out sin out of my life. What I failed miserably at, though is I should have been making provision for faith. I was doing okay at pushing out sin out of my life, but I don't know I was living to the level that God intended me to live at. I believe that God wanted me to move in faith far more than I was moving in faith. And so I'd like to rectify that in the last 20 or so years of my life. I'd like to learn to step out in faith and trust God for some supernatural big things and watch what God can do. Look. I got to tell you, as this stuff unfolds around us, we're going to need God's power unleashed in our experience. Because all the things that used to prop us up, the government kind of uh, being favorable to the church, the, you know, maybe maybe uh, wealthy patrons uh, helping churches uh, really grow and go forward. Uh, I'm afraid a lot of that stuff's going to disappear in the coming tribulation that's headed this way. And I think you and I need to be ready uh, to move in faith, ready to trust God and to see Him do great things in our marriages, in our families, in the work world, in providing for us. But we need to be making provision for faith. We're to make no provision for the flesh, but we should be making provision for faith. What does that mean? It means making room for it. Let me give you an illustration. It's an old illustration. It, it really goes back to the, uh, you know, the almost the old West time. But the, there was a, a period where there was drought in a community. And that drought was profound and it was long. It, it had gone on and on. And finally, the entire town uh, of all groupings of Christians got together in one mass meeting. 
and the pastor was walking or that was leading it and called for it was walking around greeting people as they were coming to have this prayer meeting to pray for rain to pray and ask God to send rain and he was talking to the different groups as he made his way around and kind of working his way towards the front so that he could then quiet everybody and then start the prayer to ask God for rain as he was looking around noticing who was talking and what was going on there was a old girl her face just beaming and right beside her he saw a big red umbrella see everybody else had come to ask God for rain she came expecting rain and and I wonder if maybe sometimes in my life I've missed out on the rain that God has wanted to provide because I didn't bring my spiritual umbrella I, I didn't make I didn't make provision for the faith to uh, be accomplished. So I'm praying for God's provision, but maybe I'm not believing for him to provide. He's not going to provide because I'm not asking in faith. Or frozen rivers. I told you we're going to talk about red umbrellas and frozen rivers. There was a story about a man who was, he needed to get to town to the other side of the river to buy provision for his family. It was frozen. Uh, and a lot of people would just kind of walk across, but he was he was scared of it. And so he'd get out on his hands and knees, and he literally was crawling his way across, knocking on the ice as he was making his way across the frozen river. And then he heard uh, bells, and he looked back, and there was a, a horse-drawn sleigh by another man, one of his neighbors, that was just go at full gallop going across this frozen river. Now, both men are going to get to the other side. The man in the horse-drawn sleigh and the man with bloody knuckles because he's crawling on his hands and knees across a frozen river. Which one would you rather be? Doesn't God want us to grab our red umbrella and get uh, hook up the horses to our sleigh and have faith that he's going to do something great and act in that faith? So let me, I guess the question that I have for you is this. Is there an area of your life that you've been thinking about while well, I've been talking about this area of faith and, and believing God for something big? Is there an area in your life that the Holy Spirit has been prodding you to trust Him exclusively? And if there is, why don't you, why don't you ask God right now, God, what do I need to do that's going to make room or provision for this faith that I'm holding right now? for the miracle that I'm asking you for. What do I need to do in preparation? So the Bible says that faith is the evidence of things hoped for, the, the substance of things unseen. It's, it's uh, I think I misquoted that. I may have to read it to you sometime, but <laughs> it's close to that. It's, it, it's, it's seeing the unseen. It's seeing the unseen. Uh, we, we like to say, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. And we need to be saying, I'll see it when I believe it. It's a powerful truth. So let's pray that God will increase our faith. Dear Lord God, I thank you for these dear ones that are under the sound of my voice. And I, I pray that we'd learn the 11-year-old kid's lesson. Help us to bring an umbrella when we're praying for rain. Help us to, be, to hitch up the wagons when we need to cross the frozen river. Help us, God, to make room in our lives for whatever miracle we're praying for. Help us to believe it. Help us to expect it. God, I know that the times that I've prayed in faith, you've always honored that. And Lord, I don't know why I've so often allowed the devil to cause me to be trepidatious and mousy when I should be like a, a lion, God, bold as a lion. The righteous are as bold as a lion. Help us to move into that boldness and help us to pray for mighty supernatural things. God, there's some of them under the sound of my voice 
they need financial provision bad, God. And I'm asking you provide in a supernatural way beyond their ability to even comprehend that they might they might bless you and praise you for the miracle you're going to work right now. God, there are others that are asking for healing, Lord, and they're praying for a family member, God, that is desperately ill and needs a touch from you, God. And I'm asking that you bring their loved one to that place of health and wellness and restore them completely to health, God. Lord, I'm I'm praying for those that have got a marriage that's just on the rocks, God. It's on the ropes. It's it's about ready to go down. And Lord, there, there's somebody here under the sound of my voice that's praying to save a marriage, God. And I'm asking that you not only would save the marriage, I'm asking that you'd make it the best marriage in, in the state of Idaho, God, or wherever they're at. Give them a dynamic marriage. Lord, there's some that, that they their mind has been bound up with anxiety and worry. And God, they need to break free from some obsessive thinking. And God, they've tried it before, but they've failed in it because they've not trusted in you. That They've worked with the arena of the flesh, God. And I'm asking in faith, believing with them that they are delivered from this wrong thought process that's beating them down and destroying their lives. Lord, there's so many things that we could pray about. I'm just asking that you move in whatever way the person that's listening to this prayer needs. And I'm agreeing with them supernaturally about these good things that they're lifting up before you. Draw us close to you. Help us to have a mountain-moving, red umbrella, horse-drawn sleigh faith. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good night.